This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is Thursday. On the Colleen and Bradley Show and everywhere else on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, so we've been we've had all eyes on Brit Brit lately, right? I mean, oh, there's course. just been a lot yeah. of stuff going on with the conservatorship mm-hmm. and with some wonderful uh, documentaries about kind of uh, the history of Britney and also the current state of affairs when it comes to Britney that shed some light on some things that we weren't really uh, aware of or at least weren't paying attention to. Yeah. And one of those things was a woman by the name of Lou Taylor. Mm-hmm. We've been putting a lot of attention toward her. Yeah. Because we didn't know a lot about Lou Taylor. Bradley, True. do you want to give a quick thumbnail sketch of Lou Taylor and and what and who she might be? Well, she's kind of been a business manager, serving as a business manager for Britney Spears from the time that her father took over the conservatorship. So she really um, worked her way into the sphere of influence where Britney Spears is concerned. And she has some questionable relationships with other and there has been some talk for a while i think since we've all been paying attention to britney anyway and lose role in that of her um involving herself in the lives of other celebrities and mostly through this uh outfit called tristar entertainment and um as far as britney's concerned it seems like she and the people that work for her have really tried to provide a what's the word caretaking role for Britney's uh, business career at a very intimate level. So Mm -hmm. they're working for Jamie Mm -hmm. disguised as working for Britney. The allegations are that they were far more manipulative than Britney realized. And one of the things we, we talked about yesterday and kind of learned about yesterday was one of the ways that they were manipulative um, and this, again, it's like we had a new awareness that they existed in the first place. And then another new uh, new awareness about how they used how how Lou Taylor and her um, cohort, Robin Greenhill. Is that her last name? Greenhill. Greenhill yeah. yeah. Um, used religion to try to keep Britney in line. And there were reports yesterday about how they uh, took away all reading material that wasn't just the Bible. They followed her around, reading her the Bible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we were like, huh, that's interesting. That reminds us of a documentary we've been watching on HBO Max Mm -hmm. called The Way Down. And I know a lot of people have been watching this Mm -hmm. about Gwen Shamblin and her involvement uh, with a church that she started called The Remnant in Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. I'm bringing everybody up to speed on where, you know, where we begin today. Yeah. Because then yesterday we also found out via a blind item that Lou Taylor has purchased a house within relative proximity 
to the Remnant Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. So there's some kind of crossover there. We were the blind aid was essentially that she bought this house to be close to that because she's looking to kind of hook up with that church. Yeah. Her husband, by the way, is also the leader of a church. Yeah, which community. by the way is 18 miles from Remnant. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh yeah, that is of interest. Um, and that church, by the way, is oh, it is. It's called Calvary Brentwood. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's in Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. Thank you very much. There they are. So all of it is like sitting in this little space together. Everything's sort of brewing around. So what we have is like all these pieces to some weird puzzles. Yeah. But we don't quite. We just know that we have the pieces to the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's there's something there. Something smells. Well, I'm about to throw another piece into the jigsaw puzzle. All right. So I saw this headline this morning and I was like, would you what? The headline is. Kardashians still doing business with Britney Spears embattled ex-manager. And I was like, tell me more. Yeah, for sure. Apparently, uh, Lou Taylor's company, TriStar uh, Entertainment, is listed on many of the business documents uh, for different Kardashian entities, Mm -hmm. including but not limited to Kim Kardashian's KKW Fragrance, Kim's a Princess, Inc., Kylie Jenner's cosmetic giant King Kylie, LLC. Kendall Jenner's eponymous corporation. Thank you. Kris Jenner's nonprofit Kardashian Jenner Family Foundation Incorporated. And Kylie's boyfriend, Travis Scott's Cactus Jack Enterprises. Mm. So first of all, you've heard of maybe 50% of those. Yeah, for sure. Right? Businesses connected to Kardashians, basically. Right, and they have a ton of of businesses, many of which we don't even really know about. Oh, for sure. Lots of LLCs. Yeah, LLCs and stuff like that. So anyway, so she is listed, Lou Taylor is listed as the agent for service of process on all of these different corporations uh, or LLCs. she's connected. She's connected. And by the way, an agent of service process, in case you're like, did they make that up? No, it's actually a thing. That's the person who's designated to receive legal correspondence on behalf of the business. So they've she's got a function. I went over to TriStar's website. It is not robust, yeah. but they offer a number of different services to celebrities and yeah. sports figures. Mm-hmm. And that is one of them. Anywho, apparently, uh, TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group uh, have on recent filings are not showing up. And so this whole article is like, nobody really knows why they are not working together. But something smells. And what smelled to me, what I started to sniff out was the fact that, remember, we've talked about this before, but I don't know that people always remember. Kris Jenner started a church. Kris Jenner in 2009 started a church um, with a guy by the name of Brad Johnson. Okay. And the story is that Brad Johnson had been a pastor of another church and he had been um, embroiled in a infidelity scandal okay. and was asked to leave the church. All right. He was cast out and did what any person would do and went to Starbucks and became a barista. Yeah, it happens. Chris Jenner hunted him down while he was serving macchiatos and was like, hey, I I think you and I should start a church. Okay. And he was like, 
Okay, let's Is start this, a search. For some reason, I feel like there was a connection between Chris Jenner and the church. Uh, what's the name of the church affiliated with Justin Bieber? Not um, not Hillsong. Not Hillsong, but the other one. Uh, um, Life Church. Life Church is the name of the church that she started. Okay. Because I feel, my point is, I feel like I remember church there home? being a connection to the churches. There's a loose affiliation of these, these sort of, mm, I don't even want to get into the religious, but there's a connection there, mm-hmm. right? Like there was a connection between the organizations and the people that people like Justin Bieber and some other high profile celebrities, including but not limited to Chris Jenner, because I remember her being like in attendance. Mm-hmm. My question is, is that some are those all somehow connected? Probably, but not obviously. Okay. Um, but so so she started this. It's called it's, it was called when they founded it. Life Change Church. It is okay. now the name has changed to like something community church name change church and she's not affiliated with it any longer in the same way okay but when they founded life change church in 2009 you'll remember early in the like well you know in like the 2010s kim all the kardashians would do these um auctions of their clothing of their wardrobe Mm -hmm. and they said it benefited charity okay yeah i remember well the charity it benefited was the church was the church interesting so a lot of their fundraising or like a lot of their things that they called um that they called their charity efforts mm-hmm. funneled directly into the church yeah which is a criticism that they've dealt with in the past because they're kind of opaque about their charitable giving although they always are you know saying that they give charitably and you can do that especially with you with a church in a way that financially benefits the church and more importantly, benefits the people that are running the church while also providing, you know, a tax write-off opportunity uh, because the church does not pay any taxes. And if all of this starts to sound a little bit familiar, it's partly because when we had a conversation yesterday about something that we uh, that that sort of was illuminated in the way down, which is basically like when a church has a face to the church that is a superstar celebrity and the church is tax exempt Mm -hmm. and that person is making money hand over fist it's okay to go something stinks here that smells nice Mm -hmm. well now what we're seeing is there's like a thread that connects thin thread again like i said we've got all a bunch of jigsaw puzzle pieces we don't have the whole puzzle yeah 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 but kind of connects some of these storylines also remember Kanye West was trying to start a church. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't surprise us. And I think we've touched on this a little bit that, um, you know, when you've got a lot of money and power, that people would use things to maintain that money and power. And one of the ways that people with less than genuine um, spiritual goals can do that is by creating a church Mm -hmm. and, you know, or a religious organization, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It's not that you can't do that because it's America. You can do whatever you want. It's that people we have been shown, like the documentary that you referenced that we've been watching, and like many, many other examples, Scientology, you know, whenever you have very, very wealthy people doing that, you should be a little bit concerned. So, I mean, I don't know where there's a smoking gun, but it's certainly important to ask those questions. Yeah. Well, there's and a I, lot I wouldn't of be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. If there 
if there's some stuff that <laughs> yeah, because what comes I think what I think you're implying is we should look deeper into the relationship that the Kardashians have with people like Lou Taylor because perhaps there's some you know perhaps there's a relationship there yeah and some shady stuff could be happening questions that need to be answered which is totally plausible and totally believable and i think honestly that that people should be looking into lou taylor and the businesses that she does so again just to remind the audience lou taylor's husband is running a church it's not to say that there's anything wrong with that church but oh it's also interesting that they they are swimming in money Mm -hmm. other people who swim in money who do similar things have done questionable financial deals that at the very least people should be looking at, especially when you consider that Lou Taylor is a person who has now been indicted in the public square, certainly, but also very likely is being looked at by investigators for manipulating or at the very least encouraging Jamie Spears to control his daughter's fortune Mm -hmm. through the conservatorship. Mm -hmm. So like... I think we're overdue for somebody taking a fine tooth comb to the work that Lou Taylor's doing behind the scenes. And paying some close attention Mm -hmm. to it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to hear all the dirt straight from Hollywood. The beautiful Holly Roberts is bringing it for us with a dirt alert after this on My Talk (laughs) 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Oh, the exquisite... Holly Roberts is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hi, Holly. Hi, everybody. Oh. Oh, exquisite. Good morning. Uh, We've got Jamie Spears giving some exclusive dish over to Page Six, and I say that it's not explicitly Jamie Spears, the father of Britney Spears, but you'll understand why I say that when we get into this story. The lead story on Page Six this afternoon is Britney Spears won't be expected to fend for herself after conservatorship. So Britney Spears' team wants to make sure that she's set up for success because Jamie Spears, her father, still worries behind closed doors about how she's going to handle being on her own for the first time in over 13 years. I mean, okay, I got a lot of thoughts about that. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean, my first thought is, like, I don't think he's worried, right? Because that just doesn't ring, that doesn't have the ring of truth to me. Yeah. I think he's worried about some other stuff, but I don't think he's really genuinely concerned about her because the time to have shown that would have been the last over a decade. Yeah. But he's like, there is truth to that, right? Like she's, you know, she's going to go from never having been able to make a decision for herself. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For 13 years, allegedly, to, like, 
having complete agency. And there should be a transition in place. But also, I don't I don't remember. There, I had another thought about it, but most of it is around the fact that like Jamie is the reason that she's in this mess. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that in uh, this moment, he is still talking to tabloids through his people like his, you know, this to think that because Jamie Spears is no longer the conservator of Britney's business side of things, that he is not going to have a role in what's going on is just a little, you know, jump the gunny like that. He had has had a lot of power over the last 14 years, and that's not going to go away overnight, despite the bluster that Britney's attorneys can, you know, uh, manage to to create in the media in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is going to continue, and it's very likely because he's afraid, as he probably should be, that there's some legal culpability. But it's not a done deal. Like, this is not, you know, like, it, it's very easy to be like, Jamie bad, Britney good, the world, you know, no longer has conservatorship, everything done, let's move on. Like, that's that's our expectations as an audience. Mm-hmm. But for him, you know, he's still got a lot of power and influence, and he's got a lot of money that mm-hmm. he's been stashing away for the last 14 years. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think he's going to go away quietly is my point. No, you're right. Yeah. So this source at page six saying that there's genuine concern on Jamie's end about the challenges that will come up in Britney's day to day life. Yeah, there will be challenges in Britney's day to day life because she's a human being. Right. As there is in all of our lives. Yeah. Welcome. Now, interestingly enough, another Britney insider says that Jamie acts like Britney will be thrown to the wolves and expected to fend for herself without any help, but she'll have a strong support system around her, including her new fiancé, mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder Asgari. who was talking to page six. Oh. Maybe it was Sam Asgari. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's been interesting, and you guys have talked about it the past couple of days, the way that Sam Asgari has been positioning himself in all of this. Basically, that he's going to be Britney Spears's protector, and that he would encourage her to go out and perform if she ever wanted to. If she you just guys, happened to feel that, I got a bad feeling. What's that? I just have a bad feeling about how, um, you know, we always were under the assumption that Sam Asgari was on the payroll. We also have it on good authority through our friend Enti Lawyer that um, Sam Asgari has some secrets that he may be keeping from Brittany. Mm -hmm. I find it interesting that Sam Asgari like really started showing up in the picture Mm -hmm. as Jamie Spears started to acquiesce some control. And he's definitely like, I'm going to take care of her. I'm going to take care of her. And I just keep thinking like, I don't know whose side he's playing also, on. Here's I the, watch too many movies. Here's the takeaway. Yes, and um, she's a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need him, period. Right. End of story. So he doesn't need to take care of her. So that's a false narrative. What the motivations for that false narrative are, I don't know. Yeah, that's and the piece that may, I'm interested with. She may actually buy that narrative. Like It's entirely possible. Again, all things are possible at the same time. Or... Uh, opposing viewpoints or opposing opposing intentions can exist at the same time. My point is she very well may be like, Oh, you're my hero. You're my savior. Like Mm -hmm. it's possible. People look at things in a way that doesn't always, you know, add up in the modern world in the way that we would like to hope 
totally mature, well-adjusted human beings act. So she might think that, and he might be telling her that. It's the motivation to me that's interesting, mm-hmm. because is his motivation truly? Because he could just be like, he could be, you know, sort of prehistoric in his thinking about men and women. Right. And she might be too. Right. Or is that the case and he's, you know, hoping to win the lottery Mm -hmm. or is he somehow connected to Jamie Spears or I mean, like, again, it really just goes back to what is his motivation? Right. I think Jamie Spears motivation is to stay out of jail at this point. Yes. And to keep his grip on some money. There you go. Now Mm -hmm. the fate of the conservatorship is going to be determined at a hearing November 12th. So that's the next time that this is going to be looked at legally. Pop your popcorn. Yep. Pop your popcorn. Maybe Jonas Brothers popcorn. Mm. I don't know. Rob's backstage popcorn. (laughs) Exactly. Artisanal. Artisanal. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of... Megan Trainer is clarifying a story. <laughs> oh, okay, great. something tells me suddenly, magically, they didn't poop together yeah. with their matching toilets. Well, actually, Bradley, they pooped once together. So she said twice. <laughs> okay, so she split the difference. Yes, so she split the difference. Now, you guys talked about this story on Tuesday. Megan Trainer saying that she and her husband had toilets installed next to each other in their home. Now, Megan went to Twitter to clarify how many times. Oh my god! So I'm she's keeping she a did. spreadsheet. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, about how many Sheet. times. Mm-hmm. They've gone number two together. So she tweeted the following quote to clear things up. We pooped once together and we laughed and said never again, quote, but we will hang out. But he will hang out with me if I'm poop emojiing because we and I legit miss him when I'm away. I love that. She totally. We pee together, obviously. I love that she totally clarified by making it worse. This is why I think when you ever wonder, like, whatever happened to Megan Trainer's career, it's clear the communication skills <laughs> were not her strong suit. I One can't. could say it went down the toilet. Okay. Indeed. Flush that story. I look forward to her uh, next song called We Poop Together Because We Soulmates. No, not... <laughs> That's not a slapper. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Thank you, Holly. We're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items on my talk. On my talk. One Oh seven one everything entertainment. So when you're going to tell. Mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings us these blind items. We try to solve the mysteries within them in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Maybe a recent music video casting decision can be explained by the fact that this foreign-born former A-plus list tweener likes to call his wife mom while having sex. Ew. 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 Ish. Wait, okay. 
Can we get the stats on that? It's a foreign-born former tweener? Yes. Justin Bieber? Yes. Gross. Uh, yeah, but who's in his... <laughs> Fill in the blanks. That's Wait, nasty. But there's... Who's in his music video? Yeah. Casting? Yeah. Decision? Mm-hmm. His mom? <laughs> no. I'll just tell you. Okay, thanks. That's nice. <laughs> so, maybe a recent music video casting decision that would be casting Diane Keaton in his new mm. music video can be explained by the fact that Justin Bieber likes to call his wife mom while having sex. So gross. Okay, I just, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't need to know that, frankly. But now you do. Thanks. And you can't <laughs> unknow it. Ah, oh, take that one with you. A confirmed celebrity gossip mystery. Yes. Two people to think about. Apparently, the one named talk show host didn't feel the need to ask this A-list mostly movie actress why the actress is continuing to support an accused serial rapist. More important to talk about showers, I guess. Okay, well, obviously it's Ellen. But she talked about showers with somebody who is an accused rapist? Who's supporting an accused rapist? Supporting, yes. Is it like uh, where? Where's the best place to start with this? The accused rapist or the person who? God. What who kind of world talking? do we live in? I know, right? Well, this person had been making lots of headlines this summer by inserting themselves in the bathing, not bathing celebrity debate. Oh, uh, like a Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, n- not him though. Uh-huh. But this person. Oh, duh. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, who's he married to? He's married to Mila Kunis. Yeah, her. But what does she have to do with an accused? The What's his face? Their friend, their guy, the person. Oh, yeah. Danny Masterson. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. But mm. what's the shower? Okay, fill in the blank. So apparently Ellen didn't feel the need to ask Mila Kunis about why she continues to support Danny Masterson. I guess it's more important to talk about showers, I guess. Remember sometime this summer, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher said that they were pretty meh on bathing their children. And then that turned into a whole conversation. Well, they kept on talking about it on Ellen recently when we were like, we're done with that discourse. Right. And (laughs) here's and like, yes, yes to all of that. And and at the same time. Like, did we expect Ellen to ask the hard-hitting question about the accused rapist? You know what I mean? Of course not. Like, of no. course not. But it, now, I would have been here for that blind item if the if the um, if the subject of it was not Ellen, but uh, Gail King. Yeah. You know. I mean, if it were Ellen and she had an issue, she just wouldn't have Mila Kunis right. on. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But interesting, nevertheless. Also, we are done with that discourse. Thank you. Bye. Bye. More celebrity gossip mysteries. The boyfriend of the singer in quotation marks has been telling people close to him that the singer is willing to finance a movie starring the boyfriend. Oh, God. That would be a horrible decision on par with her ex wanting to be a rapper. Popo Zhao. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Hey, Miss Gary. Oh yep. my god. You know, if you can't get a role in the Fast and Furious franchise, why don't you just I make mean, your own movie? God love him. He is a hustler. Oh, he's a hustler for sure. Fill in the blank. He's a hustler, baby.
I just want you to know mm-hmm. that Sam Asghari has been telling people close to him <laughs> that Britney is willing to finance a movie starring Sam Asghari. So that would be a horrible decision on par with bankrolling Kevin Federline's rapping career, mm-hmm. Popo Zal. Mm-hmm. Sam Asghari could essentially be the next Pia Zadora. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's not a good idea. It's... you. Mm, it's going to get worse before it gets better, kids. I think you are a thousand percent correct. I co-sign on that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Poor Brittany. Poposo. <laughs> are there any more in there in that yeah, bag of tricks? Let's, let's dig around. You got one more. Let's dig around with this one. Everyone is whispering it, but no one is saying the bad part aloud. People are worried that this former A-plus list actor may try and sleep with his daughter. Okay. Did you have to go dark for the last one? Well, trust. This was probably the lightest of the dark. What? Okay, so somebody's having sex with their daughter? No. No, they're worried that somebody's going to try to. Yeah. Oh. So it's not happening, but it is a concern, and people aren't expressing that concern loudly. Mm. I just, I'm so troubled a? by this. I'm having a hard time. An yeah, A-list actor, former A-plus list actor. Is it like a like a Johnny Depp or something? No. Okay, I mean, none of these are going to end up well. No. <laughs> former A-plus list. Is there a reason why they're former? Um, because... Because of stuff? They don't really work anymore. Kind of issues that they had of their own creation. Maybe about 10 years ago, they were out in public saying a lot of things Mm. that maybe made people not want to hire them anymore. Mm. Oh, like uh, Mel Gibson? No, but, you know, in that... Randy Quaid? No, not Randy Quaid. That was a good guess, though. Keep thinking of, of people... From that time period, who were saying stuff, stuff that wasn't, yeah. And this person is making headlines because of a, a, a child support agreement that made headlines in the past couple of days. Mm. Oh, Charlie Sheen, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. okay, that's so. nasty, that's super oh. gross, yeah. So, apparently. There are people that are worried that Charlie Sheen may try to sleep with his daughter. You, Donna Valentine. That's <laughs> nasty. Good job, Donna Valentine, who texted me Sheen, Sheen, and daughter Lola. Oh, mm, she got that way too fast, which tells me yeah, people must be whispering. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, well, think on that. Well, on, on that, that sad cheerful note. note When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to take a deep dive into the non-story story of Zanstead. They're a publation ship. It's a thing. It's a thing. Renee Zellweger, Aunt Anstead. There's a story that's not really a story. It'll all make sense when Bradley brings it to us after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we like to pay attention to publationships. It's a term that we coined here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Google it. It's fine. 
Am I right? It's true. What is a publationship? A relationship for publicity. And we've got a publicationship named Zanstead to talk about. Bradley, uh, just give us all, give us everything we need to know. What is a Zanstead? Basic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Renee Zellweger and Aunt Anstead. And it's super okay if you're like, I don't know what an Aunt Anstead is. Yeah, most people don't, unless, of course, uh, you know him from Christine on the Coast, Wheelers and Dealers, Celebrity IOU, Joyride. And Ant Anstead, master mechanic. So he's like a reality person. Mm-hmm. And ever since he began uh, sniffing around Renee Zellweger, um, we've known about it mm-hmm. through the tabloids, which leads us to believe that they want us to know about this relationship, right? Right. They've been very uh, publationship. Yeah. Kissing on the beach. Indeed. Yeah. Now, I saw a headline Renee Zellweger. Uh, is going to be selling her house. Here's the headline that I saw. Renee Zellweger is selling her L.A. home. Is she moving in with Aunt Anstead? It's an exclusive over at Us Weekly. So, okay, maybe she and Aunt are moving in together. So I was like, well, let me read this exclusive. Typically, an exclusive means what? The call is coming from inside the house. Indeed. So that means somebody connected to... You know, Renee or Aunt's publicity machine wants us to know this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to do what I do for a living, which is pay attention. And the story says a new chapter. So they're leading really heavy with this like idea that they're going to be moving in together, right? Right. Um, but when you read the article, it says Renee Zellweger recently listed her L.A. home for sale, leaving fans to wonder. Because, you know, all those Renee, Renee Zellweger, Zellweger fans, fans are like... Wow, she's selling her home. I wonder mm-hmm. wow. if she's getting ready to move in with her boyfriend, Aunt Anstead. Oh Everyone God. wants to know. So apparently she's... I did check all the chat rooms and the yeah. Renee Zellweger the, chat rooms the are bulletin full boards. of these questions. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The Cold Mountain Star purchased the home, uh, which is a nine acre lot located, or I should say located rather on a nine acre lot. For $3.3 million in 2015, it was built in 2002, and it's currently on sale uh, for $6 million. It includes four bedrooms, five bathrooms, a pool, and a large... Pa- okay, so they're telling me all Does about the Does it have a home. number so that I can actually set up the right? like, <laughs> tour of it for the open us, house? I wouldn't be surprised if Us Weekly was like, we may get a commission yeah. if you purchase this home. Anyway, so they go on to talk about blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, she's... Also, I don't know if you know this, she's been spending a lot of time with her boyfriend, 42. Yeah, we do know that. But a source tells Us Weekly that her latest real estate decision isn't related. Quote, Renee and Ant aren't moving in together. <laughs> she's been in New Orleans filming a project. It's a real estate move it's as she owns a lot of properties and is taking advantage of the hot market. Okay, so mm-hmm. end of story. No, they're not moving in together. <laughs> but what I love about this story is essentially they took a publicationship to sell her house. Right. It's not about um, them actually moving in together. It's using the idea of their relationship to tell you a story about her selling a house, 
which at the end of the day gets her publicity for selling a house, which is something that all celebrities do when they put a house on the market. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's not to say that you and I are going to go, oh, I'd like to buy Renee Zellweger's house. I mean, we would think that, but we would not be able to. But the more publicity you get for a house sale, Mm -hmm. the more people might show up. And I love that it's just, it's written you know, it sounds to me like it was written by a realtor because the way that the description reads, it's like it's got all these things. It's got these amazing things with a view of surrounding hills and blah, blah, blah. So they're just using their publicationship to sell her house. I mean, which is kind of delightful. And I'm going to tell you what I find delightful about this. Delightful. I don't know. Is that now like the way that the. The way that the tabloids are using us to sell their clip clickbait, yeah. the celebrities then get to use the tabloids that sell us the clickbait to sell their stuff. Like so everybody's using each other, is all I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. Everybody's Absolutely. using each other. It's all a game in closing game. Yeah, it's a game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, and and again, it just it paints the picture that we've been painting for a while, or it continues to paint uh, the picture that publicationships ultimately have a purpose. Oh, and for that's, sure. That's you know to get the pub- celebrities aren't just using it to get work, but they can do it to sell real estate, right? Because now people are talking about this amazing home, where otherwise we'd just be like, oh, it's interesting. Side note: Renee Zellweger is selling her her home, but this adds, you know a layer of storytelling that a tabloid like us weekly can get behind and cause it scratches their back and mm-hmm. then she gets her back scratched. Can I have a critique about us weekly's coverage of this that I'm oh, frustrated by right now? But of course, what's the most important thing when you're trying to sell a house? Uh, Photographs. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't like this article because the good article would have the pictures available because that's what I really want to see. Yeah. Right. I really want to see the picture of the, you know, one of the many bedrooms and bathrooms. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, don't make me do the work. Y'all don't make me go clicking around looking for pictures of her house. Update this, please. Yeah. Also, I imagine it's not that fascinating, probably, of a home. I mean, it's a nine acre home for six million dollars of the celebrity homes that we Mm -hmm. would normally pay attention to. I feel like this is lower on the list. Well, and four bedrooms and five bathrooms is like in in celebrity is not a big deal. Yeah. Right. I bet this is like a very modest house. Actually, if you go to uh, the New York Post, they have pictures, and it's a beautiful Spanish, uh, what do they just call that, Spanish style? Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find it, because I want to look at it. It's a very pretty house, I mean, anybody would love to have it, it's got a, it's set on a beautiful lot. Oh, that is pretty, oh yeah, that is gorgeous. I'm ready to move in! Right? Oh, Holly, this is totally a Holly house. I know, it's in Topanga Canyon, which I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, is that a... I'd like to go. That's a neighbor... That's a place in Los Angeles, so it's in a can, canyon. canyon. Yeah. <laughs> but do you... But is it, are, is it a desirable place? Like, was... I couldn't tell from your noise whether yes. you would like to live there or not. Like For myself, there. yes. I would love to live in Topanga Canyon. However, this is a location where you'd have to watch out for wildfires. Ah. Uh, oh. Uh, okay. Gets a little hot. And a little dry. I will say it's a beautiful lot. Oh, it's so pretty. It looks into the canyon. Yeah. Beautiful pool. 
Well, I wonder, you know, that's an infinity pool. It looks like uh, Renee Zellweger. She's kind of a reclusive celebrity. Just, you know, she just seems like she sort of is a loner. Well, that's what I think has made this publicationship so much more Mm -hmm. obvious is that, you know, she doesn't normally engage in this kind of behavior. Right. But Aunt Anstead is clearly. Oh, he's a thirsty celebrity on a different caliber of celebrity thirst than she is. Yeah. Authentic Spanish tiles and arched doorways. It is a beautiful home. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I I do laugh, though, that we went through that entire article in the last paragraph. is like, no, they're not moving in together. Yeah, no, but that's, the, that's where <laughs> I, I was, know, like, angry so as I'm reading the article. Like, oh, are they going to move in together? I thought, oh, no, they're not moving mm-hmm. in together. Okay, thanks. So you just took me on a ride, Us Weekly. And shame, and shame on me. What I will say is, like, everybody else just talks about her listing her home. Yeah. So... Nice try. Yeah, that is. I wonder. Nice try. I wonder if they're teaching that in journalism school now, like how to take your reader on a ride and then leave them completely unsatisfied. Yeah, because you answer the question. How not to do that? Yeah, exactly. Because that's. Because don't do that. I didn't like that. No, I don't like the way I felt at the end of that story. Um, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, so we've been talking about how Adele is putting out new music. We're very excited, by the way. Thank you very much, Adele. We have some feelings to feel. But today there's news that Tears for Fears will be releasing another album. And that leads me to want to ask the question, what group or musician would you like to hear new music from? 651-641-1071. Who are you waiting for an album from? Give us a call. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071.